can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy Duplicito, in the summer with a massive victory over the Miami Heat, 122-92. This is a fun game. I was sitting in the stands of the TD Garden uh, and got to witness another big victory for the Celtics here. Uh, I can tell you this much. I have a winning record at these games. People just need to keep giving me free tickets because when I go, the Celtics win. And love to say that. This is a fun one. Still going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. I'm going to run through player of the game. I'm going to run through some of the highs and some of the lows uh, and finish talking about where this team stands so far. A lot of Marcus Smart hates still, uh, so we're going to address that. Uh, And we're going to talk some Dennis Schroeder again. Uh, We'll do that quick, though. I know everyone. I know everyone listening here is tired of me talking about how we need to trade Dennis Schroeder. So that'll be a quick conversation. Uh, but to get things started off here, I uh, want to give player of the game back to my guy, Jalen Brown. Uh, it's been a while since I gave him player of the game. Uh, tonight, very efficient night. This was a this was a solid game from him, offensively and defensively. Uh, he got matched up with a lot of tough guys tonight. You saw him in spurts uh, against Tyler Hero, against Duncan Robinson, against Bam at times. Uh, and he held his own. He did really well. Uh, had a couple steals. Total stat line for the night for Jalen Brown. 29 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals. 11 of 19 from the field. Uh, So super efficient shooting night from him too. Well over 50%. Uh, From the three, three of nine, 33%. A little bit below his season average. Still solid game though overall. Like these are the types of performances that you love to see. He had a couple great passes that should have been assists, uh, but fell short. Uh, But this is a really good game from him. You know, the other counterpart, Jason Tatum, Another solid performance as well. Uh, And this is a game where Jason Tatum found himself passing the ball a little bit more. He wasn't seeking out a shot a bunch. You know, only took 15 shots. And for him, it's pretty low, right? End of the night, 20 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists. Only 2 turnovers. Jalen Brown had 0 turnovers. Good to add in there because he's had a couple of tough games lately. Uh, so this is a good game as far as turnovers go for the Celtics team. And it's good to see both of those guys with fairly low numbers, even with Tatum's too. Uh, this is a solid game, though, overall. You look at the starting lineup as a whole, every single person in the starting lineup played well. You know, Al Horford tonight, one of his better nights that we've seen in a long time. 14 points, 9 rebounds. Also had two assists, two blocks. Uh, But the story of the night for him is two of five from three, which isn't stellar by any means. But Al Horford shooting 28%, 28, 29% from three this season. This is a 40% night from him, uh, which is huge. It's something that we haven't seen a bunch. And this was a game where for Al Horford... 
they really fed him the ball early on. Like in the the beginning of the game, he was pretty much involved in everything. I uh, had a corner three early, uh, but they also fed him in the post. He had you know a good good chunk of his great playing time early on. Six points, two rebounds after the first quarter. Uh, so it's it's good to see. It's just really good to see from Al. Again, I think that in a a game where you won by 30 points, the fact that Al Horford played 32 minutes is absurd to me, especially considering Jalen played 32, Jason Tatum played 31, Robert Williams 26, Smart 28. He played the most minutes, again, tied with Jalen Brown on this team in a 30-point win. Why? Doesn't make sense. Really doesn't. You know, no one was really in foul trouble either. It's not like Time Lord was in a bunch of foul trouble. Grant wasn't in foul trouble. Nobody was. The entire team only fouled 15 times. So that part to me is frustrating. But Al Horford played great. And that's what you need. Uh, The other counterpart to that, Robert Williams... This is another I mean it's it's not a it's not a stellar performance. We've seen him absolutely put up monster numbers lately. Uh but came out tonight third best plus minus plus 26, 6 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, 2 blocks. Another solid solid performance overall. Uh but honestly, the guy next to Jalen Brown, that was probably second most deserving of player of the game, was Marcus Smart. And I know people are going to just continue to taunt Marcus Smart. I'm going to continue backing him up. I don't care. Marcus Smart tonight, 16 points, two rebounds, seven assists, two steals. And I'm talking like two great steals. Like, one of the steals ended up leading to a Jalen Brown three. Uh, but this is just what he's been doing over and over and over. He had a great steal, the transition dunk. He stripped the ball from Bam twice in the post. Neither of them resulted in steals. Uh, but it's reset the friggin' the ball. It reset the clock. Uh, got other guys to be able to switch back onto Bam that resulted in good defensive possessions. This is what Marcus Smart brings you. Since he's been back and Dennis Schroeder has taken really the back seat, Marcus Smart is like a plus 105 in four or five games at this point. Like he has been unbelievable and people are still giving him shit. Even tonight, when he has four of seven from three, mind you, two of his three misses were bad air balls. So I'll call those out. But four of seven from three is fantastic. Jason Tatum was three of seven, right? Jalen Brown, three of nine. Marcus Smart was fantastic from three. Like, this is one of the better games that we've seen from Marcus Smart tonight. And for whatever reason, people are still complaining. Like, this is a 30-point win against a good team. Like, the Miami Heat are leading the Eastern Conference. 
Were they at full strength? Absolutely not. This was the Miami Heat G League team, right? No Kyle Lowry, no Jimmy Butler, no P.J. Tucker. Uh, They were basically relying on Bam. They were relying on, you know, Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. None of them really played well. The guy that killed the Celtics was Max Struess, a guy that nobody has probably heard of unless they were huge fans of him in college because this guy has not done much all season long. Uh, But good for him because the guy absolutely torched us. 27 points for Max Struess tonight on a pretty efficient 9 of 17 from three, which is absurd to think about. Uh, But this is a good team, regardless of the guys missing. Is Is it an impressive win? No. Because, again, this team is depleted. But winning by 30 against anybody is good. And the part that I loved about tonight was the Celtics had a huge lead coming out at halftime. You know, we were up at, well, I can't even say halftime. At the end of the first, we were up 27-14. At halftime, we were up 54-45. We were up at by 15 at one point in this game. And in the third quarter, the Miami Heat completely brought it down and it was tied. What did the Celtics do? What have the Celtics done throughout the majority of this season? They went on a run and made it a game. They battled back. This is what the Celtics need to do. They face adversity. They fight through it. We haven't seen that a lot this season. I will say this. The Celtics have played better as of late. Uh, There's still a lot of work to be done, though. Like, you look in... In December, they were 6-9. and nine. It was a bad December. In January, 10-6. and six. And I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the Celtics have won 9 of their last 13. These are the types of runs that you need to go on in order to bring the Celtics back into contention here. Because at this point of the season, we're still behind the eight ball. Right? Like, we're still in a play-in scenario, which nobody wants. All it does is put us in a shit spot to battle to try and get into the playoffs just to play against a really good team in either, you know, the Heat, if they can hold on to this, uh, or the Nets or the Bucks, like good teams that honestly, at this stage of the game, teams that the Celtics don't really have an answer for. You know, sure, we've played well against some of these teams at points. Some of those games have been to depleted teams, like tonight's Miami Heat team. So it's not something you can rely on, right? You can't rely on injuries. This Celtics team, I still do think, it has a, a lot more potential than what we've seen this year. Uh, and a lot of it comes down to the play of a couple people, Right? Uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit here. Uh, But outside of our starting five, we still saw pretty good contributions from guys. Josh Richardson tonight, uh, I thought played great. You know, I went to the game with my buddy Boynton, my brother Paul, both of whom have been on the podcast at times. 
Uh, my brother Paul was like, Josh Richardson is a bucket. Like, he's a walking bucket. He's a guy that can go out and just score. And he did that tonight. He played really well. 11 points, uh, two rebounds and assists, five of eight from the field. Like, he's a guy that has consistently been one of the better mid-range shooters on this team. He's a guy that's capable of bringing the ball up and running offense. Like, driving to the lane, finding guys. And he did it well tonight. This was a really good game from him. You know, the other guy off the bench that I thought played well was Grant Williams. Boynton gave him shit the entire game. What did he do? 10 points, 3 rebounds, and assists, 2 steals, a block. Really solid defense on Bam a couple times. Uh, But he shot 2 of 5 from 3. These are the games that you want him to have. Like, excellent block on Hero, who ended up... He actually blew past Grant at one point, but Grant chased him back... And got a great block. But then he also hit two back-to-back corner threes. He had one from Tatum, one from Brown. This is the guy that we're capable, like that he's capable of playing. He's a guy that can contribute at a fairly high level. And as much as a lot of people don't like to admit that, he's played well this year. He's shooting 43, 44% from three. He's the best shooter on this Celtics team by far percentage wise I'm not going to say he's the best shooter but percentage wise he's been fantastic this season people are still giving him shit you know it is what it is it's the same thing Grant Smart doesn't matter they've seen him play bad before they'll continue to give him shit Uh, but that's the way it is this is a good game like 122 points 24 assists Uh, The shooting was good, though. 38% from three, 52% from the field. You know, funny enough, the one area they really struggled in tonight was free throw shooting. Only 66%, 18 of 27. The Celtics are the second best ranked free throw shooting team in the NBA. Uh, Good part is they got to the line 27 times. Bad part is they shot terrible, 66%. Uh, but move past it, right? This is a really, this is a solid, solid game. Uh, highlighted by an incredible third quarter where we outscored the Heat 40-25. to 25. The, the Miami Heat were in this game. It was tied and the Celtics just said, uh-uh, we're taking over. And they did. And they never looked back. Uh, and that's what good teams do. The Celtics haven't shown us that this year. They've shown us to us a couple times. Uh, we need to see more of it. But this is a really solid win. Uh, I do want to switch over to a couple negatives here. Keep this section super short. Uh, before we do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. Four teams remain in the NFL playoffs, and that means only four teams left for you to bet on a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer? You can experience the conference championships with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. 
The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN for 50 to 6 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. All right, guys. Time for a new favorite sponsor alert. Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is, all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CELTICSTAKE15, that's CELTICSTAKE15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, so let's dive into some negatives here. Like I said, keep this section super short. Uh, But I need to bring it up again, and I promise I'll keep it short. Dennis Schroeder tonight was horrible. This team won by 30. Dennis Schroeder played 17 minutes, which is not a small sample size. In his 17 minutes, he was minus 7 on the plus-minus. The only other negative tonight was Grant Williams, which was only minus 1. So even the guys that got in in garbage time still came out with a positive. Dennis Schroeder, minus 7. The offense absolutely fell apart when he came in. And I've talked about a Dennis Schroeder trade several times on this podcast and I am begging for it at this point in this season. Why not get rid of him now before his trade value completely plummets? I don't think that he's worth more than two seconds anyway. You may be able to get a young guy and a second for him, but that's it. Who else are you really going to get for Dennis Schroeder? Trade him now. He's not really impacting winning at this point. With Marcus Smart back in this lineup, running the point the way that he is, Dennis Schroeder is completely being phased out. This is another night. Again, 27 minutes. I mean, 17 minutes. He was averaging probably 27 earlier on in the season. This team is phasing him out. They need to get rid of him prior to the deadline. We've got 10 days. Tomorrow is February 1st, right? Deadline, February 10th. There are 10 days left to ship Dennis Schroeder out. And it needs to happen soon. A couple guys behind me today at the, the game were asking why the hell Pritchard hasn't been playing. And that's the reason. It comes down to that. Dennis Schroeder is getting all of these minutes. 
Peyton Pritchard, 40% three-point shooter. Not particularly this year, a little bit lower than that. Uh, But we know that he's capable of doing it. Is not getting minutes. Five minutes tonight in a 30-point win. Again, it basically came all in the last five minutes. Because that's when Ime put these guys in. Hauser, five minutes. Langford, five minutes. Pritchard, five minutes. That's when Ime threw the towel in. He said we knew we were going to come out with the victory. He put in his young guys. I was calling for it with like nine minutes left. They were up 25 points. Why not give these guys some run? Uh, And that's the reason. It's guys like... You know, Richardson, like Schroeder, that are getting these minutes. Richardson, deservedly so, right? Schroeder has not done anything since Marcus Smart has returned. Because the offense has actually been playing well. Marcus Smart's in, he's moving the ball, he's finding guys, he's creating opportunities for other shooters. A.K.A. the Jays, for the most part. Uh, but he's making shot. He's making easier shots come to fruition, and that's what a point guard should do. Dennis Schroeder is not a pass-first point guard. He's a very talented scorer. As much as the Celtics need someone that can score, they need someone that can facilitate. If you ask anybody what the Celtics' biggest need is, it's a pass-first point guard. That's it. Bottom line. Dennis isn't that. Get rid of him. Marcus Smart has shown that he is very capable of doing so. And I absolutely love throwing it in some of the Smart haters' faces. Absolutely love it. Uh, But, again, 10 days left. Trade deadline's coming. Dennis Schroeder needs, needs to be shipped. At this point, the Celtics find themselves two games... Above 500, which is, you know, I'm not going to say it's great because it's really not. Uh, However, it's significantly better than where we've been. So I'll take that. I'll be happy about that. Uh, But at this point, like, you still got to look. And there are still some glaring issues that this team needs to address. And it comes down to shooting. Like, you need a guy that can facilitate. Marcus Smart has stepped up. But you need to put shooters around these guys. When you're constantly running double big with Al and Time Lord, you have two guys already that can't really shoot. Al Horford tonight was a little bit better, right? I already talked about it. It was 2 of 5, which is 40%, which if he can put those numbers up consistently, that's solid. But that's not what we've seen this year. He's a 28% three-point shooter this season. Not going to cut it. When you have those two guys out and Marcus Smart, who is also a 30% three-point shooter, 29-30% three-point shooter, those that's three guys in the starting lineup that can't shoot. Defensively, it's a phenomenal lineup. Excellent defensive lineup. You need guys that can score. I've talked about adding Grant Williams into the starting lineup. Uh, I would love to be able to see a guy like Neesmith step up and be able to join that starting lineup, but he hasn't shown us enough. So it's time to look 
at other options for that. And whether that's trading a guy like Al, if he has any trade value whatsoever, which might not be true. Like I really don't, I don't think that you'd be able to get anything of serious value from Al Horford, no matter what the team, no matter what the scenario is. But the fact of the matter is the Celtics need to do something. They need to get rid of Dennis Schroeder, open up some time at the very least it opens up time for Neesmith, like Pritchard, to actually start to get some run and actually start to develop their shot. Because right now we're not doing that. And that doesn't help anybody. Uh, that's where we're going to wrap things up. I told you I'd keep the, the negatives part short. It's basically just Dennis Schroeder from tonight. The only one that was really negative. Uh, and then that's it, right? Like, I think he needs to go. I think he needs to go soon. I think he needs I think Ime needs to give some of the young guys a little bit more burn. Uh and you might take a push. Because right now they're playing well. Nine of the nine of their last thirteen, which is good. Which is really good. It's what the Celtics need. Right now the Celtics fall in the ninth spot. Uh but we're a game and a half out of seventh. Uh, we're not that far out of Brooklyn, too. Brooklyn's down at six right now, which to me is wild. Uh, but there's a lot of trouble in paradise there. James Harden on the rocks. Kyrie can't play in half their games. It's a tough, tough situation in Brooklyn. Uh, but that's where we're going to wrap things up, guys. Uh, great game in the garden. Was able to witness it myself. Love that. Uh, if you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Uh, make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. And more importantly, make sure to rate and review the podcast. Uh, we've got another game coming up on Wednesday against Charlotte, uh, which will be a fun one. Charlotte's always a tough game. Uh, a lot of guys that love to run. It's fast-paced game, fast-paced offense for Charlotte. Uh, so let's see if the Celtics can start another run here. Have a good night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.